0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a
1: thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. Sold.
0: Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.
1: I'm Rich Drafalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was... Transport for London announced it decided not to renew Uber's license to operate in the city, saying it found a pattern of failures, allowing 14,000 trips with 43 drivers who faked their identity. Uber will appeal the decision and be allowed to operate in the city pending that outcome. Uber's license was originally not renewed by TFL back in September 2017, but it was granted a 15-month provisional license on appeal with subsequent extensions. Sir Tim Berners-Lee Web Foundation published Contract for the Web, a global action plan designed to make sure our online world is safe, empowering, and genuinely for everyone. The contract was worked on by over 80 organizations for more than a year and outlines nine principles divided between governments, companies, and civil society. Governments must pledge to ensure anyone can connect to the Internet, keep all of the Internet available all of the time, and respect online privacy and data rights. Companies must commit to make the internet affordable and accessible, respect privacy and personal data, and develop technologies that support the best in humanity and challenge the worst. Finally, citizens are called on to be creators and collaborators online, build communities that respect civil discourse, and fight for the web. The contract has the backing of 150 organizations, including Microsoft, Twitter, Google, Facebook, and the Electronic Frontier Foundation. The U.S. Federal Communications Commission announced that telcos are banned from buying equipment from Huawei and ZTE from its Universal Service Fund, setting risk to national security. The FCC is also proposing requiring telcos with installed equipment from the two companies to remove and replace it. According to FCC Chair Ajit Pai, the FCC is requiring telcos to submit information on what equipment is being used from Huawei and ZTE and estimate the potential replacement costs. Sources tell the Wall Street Journal that Huawei plans to sue the FCC over the decision. Motherboard reports it's obtained a document showing that California's Department of Motor Vehicles is making $50 million a year selling drivers' personal information. DMVs across the U.S. are reportedly selling data that drivers have to share in order to get a license, such as names, physical addresses, and car registration info. In a public records request act, Motherboard asked the California DMV for its financial details of commercial data requesters over the past six years, which it did, although it didn't name the requesters. MediaTek formally revealed its previously teased 5G system-on-a-chip, now called the Dimensity 1000, touted as the first SoC to support 5G on two SIMs, which would offer two lines that support 4.7 gigabit per second downstream and 2.5 gigabit per second upstream on sub-6 gigahertz 5G networks. Wi-Fi 6 and Bluetooth 5.1 Plus are also supported. The Dimensity 1000 also claims four ARM Cortex-A77 high-performance cores, four low-power Cortex-A55 cores, and a new AI unit that's twice as fast as the prior generation. The first phones using Dimensity 1000 chips should arrive in the first quarter of 2020. Twitter is sending emails to owners of inactive accounts warning them to sign in by December 11th or lose the account name. Accounts that haven't logged into Twitter for more than six months get the email. Twitter also confirmed that it began testing threaded messages on Twitter.com after previously testing the feature on its Twitter prototype app launched in March testing versions spotted by app researcher Jane Manchin Wong show a Reddit-like conversation tree with the ability to focus on specific tweets within a thread. A Twitter spokesperson said the feature should roll out to twitter.com sometime next year. Facebook announced it will buy Beat Games, the studio that makes virtual reality rhythm game Beat Saber. Beat Games will become part of Oculus Studios and continue to operate independently in Prague. Facebook says Beat Games will not become Oculus exclusive and continue to support the VR platforms it's on. However, mods, which let users upload their own audio files, will come under more legal scrutiny. Amazon voice services in the U.S. will be able to respond with excited or disappointed emotional overtones in three different intensities set by developers. The new feature could be used to sound excited if it tells you you've answered a trivia question correctly, or disappointed if it's telling you a sports score where your team lost. The feature is powered by Amazon's Neural Text-to-Speech. Amazon says user satisfaction at responses increased 30% when the emotions were used in testing. Amazon also added a speaking style more suited to the news in the U.S. and Australia. TikTok apologized and reversed a ban on teenager Feroza Aziz, who recently posted a viral video criticizing the treatment of Uyghur Muslims in China. In a blog post, TikTok explained the ban was caused because a previous account tied to Aziz had been banned for posting a comedic video featuring an image of Osama bin Laden, violating policy about imagery related to terrorist figures. Aziz's phone was still associated with that old account, and TikTok claims this inadvertently affected the new one. The company further said human moderation error caused her video to be removed from the platform for 50 minutes, which had still been available while she was locked out. TikTok says it will release a full transparency report on the incident, as well as review its moderation policy, including adding a possible exception for satirical content. And finally, LG Electronics announced that CEO Joe Chong Jin will step down following an earnings report that saw net profits decline 30.5 percent of the year, and its smartphone division posting its 18th consecutive quarterly loss. Effective December 1st, Brian Kwan will step into the role. Currently, the head of LG's mobile communication and home entertainment companies. Joe was named CEO back in 2016. LG also announced a new CFO and the creation of a chief strategy officer role. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.
0: Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.